Thanks for joining me on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A financial business plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make great financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your financial business strategist, each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I've helped tons of small business owners set up and take action on their game plan so that they know exactly what steps they should be taking to make more money to grow their profits fast. If you know of anybody or may be curious, share my podcast and let's chat, see how we can work together to make greater profits in your business. So today, I am super excited to have Steve Larson on our podcast today. For two years, Steve has led the, um, has been the lead funnel builder at ClickFunnels. That's for Russell Brunson. And he has put over 500 sales funnels in under his belt. And uh, so he says he lost track a while ago. Eventually, he left ClickFunnels as an employee to get his own Two Comma Club award. That's a million dollars. And he did it only in 13 months. He has a podcast called Sales Funnel Radio, and he has created the best practices and teaches the finer points of marketing, offer creation, and funnelology. Steve's approach is so attractive that his fans body check their own grandma to get into just to buy. Long walks on the beach, he says, aren't his thing, but he loves slapping five. He's a master offer creator, expert marketer, coached who has helped. He is a coach who has helped a hundred people cross over into the millionaires and he's helped the original two comma club coaching program. He is a one funnel away coach for click funnels and he's developed his own cash flow causing framework that has worked in every single industry. He's has been a special speaker at funnel hackers live and he has his own event called offer mine that's coming up in San Diego in the fall. So where, you know, this is exactly where he creates millionaires. All right. Well, um, Steve, thank you so much for coming on. This is so awesome. And I think that it's uh, super important that my business owners understand the value of making an offer. And you've got this amazing program going out and you've just enlightened me on the five pillars that I talk about um, for businesses. They need to understand their finances. They need to understand their organization. They need to understand their product their sale, um, their marketing, and then their growth. And you fit right perfectly into that product line. So I think this is perfect. And I would love to hear from you um, why or how we make that perfect offer. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I started out as a, um, I mean, it took me 34 product tries over five years. I failed for a lot of, a lot of years. And, uh, you know, every single one of them was a success to some degree, you know, but <laughs> overall a failure. And it just continued to grow and grow and grow. So finally, I started realizing, uh, I learned what these, these funnels were, the sales funnel game. And the sales funnel game, you know, I started working for Russell Brunson at ClickFunnels, if anyone's heard of that. Um, I was uh, the lead funnel builder over there for several years. And it was really fascinating. I, and this fits right along the line. I had this very humbling moment um, where I basically realized this. I was Russell's funnel guy. He's already running this hundred million dollar SaaS company and I'm his funnel assistant building them all. And I'm watching millions of dollars flow through these things as I'm like trying to get them up as fast as he can promote them. 
but I personally was broke. I mean, I had a salary, but I had like nothing else. And I was building funnels in the morning and in the evening on my own stuff. And I wasn't making any money. And like, talk about weird and very embarrassing. And it was hard for me for a while. I was like, why is this? And I started realizing that this whole funnel thing that we talk about, you know, um, small businesses, local businesses certainly use them. Um, and they're very powerful. It's just, it's a way, you know, anyway, I had to go realize what a funnel is not. A funnel is not marketing. A funnel captures the effects of marketing, right? And so I have to go in and, and I started realizing this and I'm like, oh, it was a humbling thing for me to realize in the position role I was in. It was actually kind of embarrassing. And when we get down to it, like the core of this, like what a funnel is, a funnel is nothing more than a message and an offer. And so if I stand on a stage and I say a message and I give you an offer, I'm the funnel. You know, this is not a new concept. ClickFunnels did not invent funnels. You know, they've been around forever um, since the first caveman, you know, traded a piece of meat for a fish or something. You know what I mean? A rock. (laughs) Right. But, you know, that's so important because everybody I talk to in the business world, they think these funnels are these online um, pieces that go out to mass people. and, And I'm like, no, it's a tool. It's yeah. a tool to be able to get people to see your message and hear your message and come into your offer. Totally. And honestly, the reality is, is that if you have sold anything ever, you had a funnel at any price point on or offline by mistake, even like you had a funnel, but most people don't, you know, it's a marketer's role to develop a message and an offer that fits an audience. And they don't do that with intent. And so usually they're not very good. <laughs> so all we do is we just put those elements, the message and the offer on a series of pages. So it's the same every single visitor and then we can measure it, you know, and that's, that's the major benefit of there. It's automated. So, but that's, that's one of the first big pieces to realize is that the offer creation piece is very attractive and the funnel is very attractive, but you know, it's not, um, it's not like this, this magic thing. We, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to define a funnel. What is a funnel, you know, and uh, right. trying to help people see what that is. So. I, I think you, I think you um, said something um, you, you had a, you had an online program. Um, I want to say a week or two ago, and uh, it was about your offers and, and the realization and you had all these people come on and what was your final offer? I loved it. I, I'm, you got me sucked in. I'm watching it thinking, yeah. You know, you want to have one really good offer, but the point that came back was it's all about what you're offering, not the the language and the funnel and all these steps in here. It's what you're offering that has to be so darn irresistible. Then you can create everything around it. So you had uh, you had said some things in that in your program um, that was your aha about what that offer was. Thirty four failures later, you're you're quite successful, I might add. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those things, you know, it's interesting. So this summit that we did, I was like, you know, and for the times we're in, kind of crazy economically, what would your final offer be if you needed to kind of make a Hail Mary final shot that would fund your life? You know, what would that offer be? And uh, to put yourself in a scenario like that is kind of intense. And, uh, but it was valuable. And I asked 100 people that question only 30 people. I had a lot of people say like, Oh, that's too intense. I'm not even going to try and respond (laughs) to that, you know, but I thought that everyone was going to talk about the offer. And instead, what I found out is that most people, as I started doing these interviews and chatting with very successful people, um, they, for the most part, everyone focused on how they would get 
evergreen styles of traffic and attention to the offer. Mm-hmm. The offer was definitely a, a big, you know, sexy piece that needed to be very attractive, of course. But, but uh, once that part was figured out, it's like the role of the person shifts. And this has happened in my own business. Once I know what I'm selling and who can buy it and who should buy it, my role shifts. And instead, my role shifts to this, this full-time attention getter, right? And I'm just going to create sales pressure and noise positively, you know, towards, towards this, this offer. Otherwise, it could be the best thing on the planet, but you won't make any money. No one will know otherwise. Exactly. You'll be all alone. You're the best kept secret, uh, which I've heard so many times. Um, can we go back? Can you talk to me about the, you said that there are two functions to the offer. There's the solution or the product. Most of, most of my people are service-based. Um, so there's the solution and then there is um, the, the audience, right? Yeah. 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 So when it comes to an offer, like an offer, like there, there's these pillars in here, right? That, that make an offer amazing. Um, and the first thing you have to realize is like, you know, if you're a service-based industry, your product um, difference and, and you're still selling something. There's not a major. Whoop, we're cutting out here. Oh no. So a difference between an off. Hopkins. And uh, he was like the Michael Jordan of copy. Offered me a horse. Hey, Steve, I'm getting really uh, crazy instability on my side here as we work from home. So um, I hope that you're catching this and we're recording this on Take a the horse on a um, on a on an opportunity here. Um, pretty easy seven day money back guarantee. The other man said, take the horse for free. And pay me then if you like it. He said, I naturally bought the second man. Are you still there? Yeah, holy cow. We just went like free stop, free stop, free stop. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I caught your take, you know, your guy with the horse, and, but it was only in partials. Holy cow. Um, technology in a, in a Zoom world where uh, everybody is sucking internet. So I apologize about that. It's okay. <laughs> um, I hope that that recorded. But um, where, do we, where do we pick back up? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah that's a, fine. I've not had a... a, a, a quite a disruption like that on there. Um, so fine. you were talking, on. yeah, you were talking, please carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. So he said, uh, Oh my gosh. It's difficult to get and drive them. And, uh, basically said the first man said, Hey, you know what? Take the horse for a week, uh, pay me and take the horse for a week. And after a week, if you don't like it, come back and I'll give you your money. The second man said, you know what? Go ahead and, just take the horse for a week. Don't pay me in a week if you like it. And he said, I naturally bought the second man's horse. And so like, it's very interesting because one's a product and one's an offer. Same product. Um, and uh, one was just turning two horses. Exact. One is like a deal and one isn't, right? And, uh, um, uh, or a better deal, I should say. And so what's fascinating is when you look at that, you look to see how offers are created they're evolved products, you know, uh, there's a really good guy, uh, awesome guy. I've got a chance to meet him, kind of become friends with him lately, but his name's Jack Turk. 
He's the man. Uh, he was Dan Kennedy's ghostwriter. If you don't know who that is, he's like another Michael Jordan figure in our, our world. And uh, basically, he has this formula that says uh, offer equals core product plus value add. Like, that makes sense. So I'm going to take this core product and I'm going to increase the value. And, uh, you know, in today in t- today's economic times, like the thing you have to think about is like, how can I, like, everyone's running the discounting right now. Because, uh, but I think that's a huge mistake. You were literally aiding in the destruction of our economy. (laughs) And everyone's giving away all this stuff for free. There's price, there's cost, there's value. They're not the same thing. Price is what the person's going to pay you. Cost is what I pay to fulfill. Value though, value is fascinating. You determine value by what is useful. All right, so if I sit back and I make a really powerful, amazing offer, the reality is I'm going to make core product, the core offer equals I have an product plus usefulness. The answer today and what's going on, how useful you are to the economy and it makes you so you don't have to discount. I, I love it. And, and I've been preaching the same thing to my clients and my listeners that um, I create a value stack. So I have them list everything that they can possibly ever do and put a value on it. And then that when they make that offer, um, and I've learned from both of you and Russell, that it's, it's, it's a no brain. They've got to take it because it's incredibly valuable at a price that you don't have to discount and you own the market. So I love that theory. Totally. Yeah. Just love it. Just love it. So um, what else is going on right now in the offer world, in the funnel world um, that you want to share with us today? Yeah, uh, actually we are, um, uh, so basically, when I was working at ClickFunnels, we built almost 500 sales funnels. Not all of them were revenue funnels, um, but there were certain projects that were like over 100 funnels alone. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fulfillment style. Anyway, so we were building all these sales funnels and building all these. I'm a marketer and Russell's the same. He's not a coder. It's because it's the microphone to, you know, takes off to every single person. And he goes, I know, isn't that crazy? I was like, yeah, it is crazy because you have local you have somebody who's doing software someone doing visas into australia that was a great like it was it was nuts and it's the same style of processes um that, that made all their businesses work on the internet and so what we started thinking is like well instead of you saying the same thing over and over again what if we created this thing where people could go through it first and that way you're just like it's a six inch putt instead of like this massive you know huge hail mary you got to throw every time and so he put me to work and for 12, it went through 12 years of his material. It took me six months and I ordered it and I organized it. And I was like, Hey, in order to know that you really have to know this in order to do this, you have to know that. And this took a long time and we sold it. What, what, what it turned into as the first two comical coaching program. Hmm. And it was, um, it was powerful. Uh, it was very, very powerful. And I was the only coach for 600 students. And it was uh, this thing he and I did together for several years. And, um, you know, when he couldn't go on stage, I'd go on. When he wanted to come on speak, I'd get out. It was, it was fun. It would go back and forth. And since I left ClickFunnels, we stopped doing that program and um, uh, ended what, what that was. And uh, so we went and we created just tons of programs of our own since then because it was so successful with other people. So we have uh, uh, the summit that will teach some of these things that you're just talking about. Um, we have a a program called uh, create your core offer, which mm-hmm. brings people through this very process that I'm walking through. 
Um, but uh, yeah, the, the latest and greatest thing we're doing right now is a show we're launching called Pursuit of Profit. Which Ooh, very- I love it. I love it. Anything, you know, we're in business to grow profit, right? We're, we're right. not a, uh, we're not a nonprofit. We're not a donation site. You know, we right. want to do it. And, and I think that there's uh, some shortcuts, right? Go after mm-hmm. the people that have already done it, that know the tricks and that can shorten your distance to getting that profit increase. So I yeah. love it. Um, so, uh, we see behind you the capitalist pig. I love your It's Monday Baby shirt. You have so much fun with all your, all your swag. Um, it is part of marketing though, right? It's a brand that we can all use. And we should be doing that in our own business and having that kind of brand. How did you come up with the idea of doing the t-shirts and the capitalist pig kind of conversation? It's a, it's a evolution of several ideas over several years. But um, so I spent some time in the army and I was, I enlisted and then I came back and I was going to go be an officer. And, uh, while I was studying to become an officer, um, I, uh, <laughs> I had this crazy, amazing teacher who's this amazing historian. And all we did was study battles and tons of wars. This actually is where this came from. And, um, and basically after, after studying all these wars and all these battles and these tactics, it looked like football plays, you know, you're drawing them all out. And, uh, uh, at the end of the semester, this historian, this brilliant guy, you know, he looks at us and he goes, it's kind of this off the cuff comment. And he goes, you know, what's interesting is there's basically been no wars that's ever been started because of a social issue. He said, all wars basically start because of rights. And I had never thought of that being a difference. I didn't realize that there were social issues and there were rights. And I started looking around and, for, and I was already building things on the internet and launching things and stuff like that. And I was probably on try 18, you know, <laughs> and, um, and he, I started realizing that, that, there, that there's a difference, right, the, between these two things. And I wanted to make sure that my branding had nothing to do with rights or politics. Um, I don't want that to be part of, Some people do as part of the company, which is great. This is a, a decision I made. I'm not going to say anything over there about the rights or the politics. I'm not going to make a public stand um, as part of my branding. But social issues. Interesting. As I started walking, you know, kind of walking this path and continuing to learn marketing and I, and I was a funnel builder, but then I turned into a marketer. Money always comes from marketing. Um, I agree. Marketing um, and innovation. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Peter Drucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, basically what I started realizing is that as a marketer, once my funnel is done, I have the message, I have the offer, my role shifts and I'm just about noise generation. I can either create noise, which takes forever and takes a long time. The amount of, it takes a long time to get a marketplace to have momentum in your direction. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Russell Brunson's a genius and still has taken click funnels years to get where they are, you know, and he's brilliant at it. So I could, okay, that's, whew, that's a lot of time and, and they have huge resources and hundreds of millions of dollars just whew, flooding and still look how much, and how many people don't know about them still, you know, and, and it's like, well, okay, I can either create attention or I can align with where attention already is. Love it. It's like, ooh, social issue. Capitalism versus socialism is a social issue that has been around forever. Mm-hmm. What if I was just to ride the wave of that noise, create a stand that way on a social issue and make it part of my logo and I'll sell my products and services on the back of that wave. And so it's one of my strategies that I use. It's, 
bit, bit aggressive, <laughs> but uh, you no, but so smart though. You know, I mean, why not ride on someone else's coattails, right? Society has been educated in so many ways for us. Why not align with it? Like right now, society in this in this economic time is being educated that we can do a lot without actually talking to each other, which there's pros and cons to that. But everyone's like, hey, it's going to get back to normal. It will never go back to how it was. We have just re-educated an entire economy on other ways to get work done. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go back to normal. And Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? So, But it would take me as one person, my life, to educate a marketplace to do what just happened in the economy. And everyone now suddenly is educated on it. So I'm aligning with where those opinions and heat already is. And uh, that's fun when you get to yeah. do that, but you're going to get some heat when you do it too. So. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, they, uh, they only, um, they only talk about those that, that are, are doing things challenged or wrong or whatever, <laughs> and, the boat. you know, <laughs> right. You know, I, I used to say, Oh, they only, they only talk about the good ones and damn, I'm good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's, the, it's the same, it's the same aspect. And I think that that's, what's really important is that when we have a business, we've got to understand how to make our offer and we also have to understand how to get the word out. Mm-hmm. And you just explain really brilliantly, you know, to write on someone else's coattails or, or something else that's already in the world out there. Um, you, you talk about blue ocean and, and those kind of things, you know, it's, it's awfully hard to create your own thing, but you can, you can push it off of a different direction and bring it back into you. So you know, yeah. we don't have to recreate the wheel, right? Uh, you're just aligning with our noises. It's way easier yeah. than trying to create a river. You know? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Um, I'm loving this. I'm so honored to have you on my on my podcast. And uh, we talk about all these things all the time. You're some of the ideas that I've stolen and used. And, you know, hey, like I said, you don't have to recreate the wheel. You just have to get it out there. So thank you, Steve. Um, is, how can they find you? Um, how can my listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, actually, um, the best place is stevejlarson.com. Okay, love it. Yeah. And you've got some great programs and some great ideas. And um, I've been following you now for only a year, but I love it. I went through a, the One Funnel Away Challenge and nice. heard you screaming boom every every Monday. And <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? It's it's entertaining. It wakes you up, and and that's what marketing is. Is you've got to stop the the current path and turn that way and see what what the noise is over there. So absolutely, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll continue on. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening today, and I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that will uh, increase your profits and give you more control over your money. If you'd like to know specifically how you can increase your own profits, let's chat. My contact information will be in the podcast description. I am super excited to announce my new book, Big Profit Secrets Exposed. And thanks to Steve Larson, he and Russell Brunson helped me write this book. It's on Amazon and you can always get it. The information will be in the podcast link. So also, if you want podcast notes or, or you're looking for more information on Steve, those will be in the notes, uh, podcast notes as well. So I'd love to hear your questions, feedback, uh, ideas for future shows. Please leave us a comment. And by all means, subscribe to the podcast. So you can reach Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. Until then, make your plans and profit with it. <laughs>